the college football experience SMU Mustangs 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Once again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get the last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off. And remember, as always, to let it ride. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app and use the code DGEN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DGEN. That's D E G E N, DGEN. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to FGPN. Let it ride. Season preview. Uh, they're in the headlines everywhere right now. Could they be in the ACC? There was Pac-12 rumblings, and could it be? Could they be in the whatever that conference ends up with the Mountain West Pac-12 or AAC or ACC? Crazy times yeah. in college football. And A SMU. lot of places they yeah, could end. They're up. on the forefront. Um, and uh, yeah, excited to talk about this team because I think Rhett Lashley's got a solid team. We're gonna talk about the offense, defense, special teams, transfer portal, and we're also gonna go game by game on the schedule. Michael Barker is gonna hop on to talk about old Gerald Ford Stadium. Uh, but look, perhaps you're wondering who the hell you're listening to. Well, my name is Colby Swinger Database Dad, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but no, no, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Yes! Yes! Pony Express. <laughs> All right, this is a Mike Leach podcast. Rest in peace to Coach Leach. So fuck you, Craig James. But we love the rest. <laughs> the rest, you know, of Pony Express. Craig it. James still number four on the all-time uh, leading rushing list. Well, they stopped running the ball. That's why. Yeah, Eric Dickerson. Well, to your point, the the Pony Express was even uh, Dickerson and James both graduated in '82, number one and number four respectively, still on their all-time rushing list. The next two guys that came along, Reggie Dupard and uh, Jeff Atkins, who uh, graduated in '85 and '86 respectively, are number three and number six. So basically. Four of their top six rushers were all on the same team almost. 
uh, or one team and then the next team following. Yeah. Now they all they do is throw run. the ball around. Yeah, and they don't even have these. One at one point they had Michael Carter and Jerry Ball at the defensive line. Mm. I mean, dude, they oh, yeah. they had hosses. They were like uh, they were competitive talent wise with anyone in Texas. You yeah, know? and it was bullshit that they got the death penalty because all these other schools. Dickerson got his car bought by A and M. All right, uh, we're gonna talk all about it. I'm joined by my co-host. Give it up, more former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well, buddy, let's get it going. Let's get it going. Let's talk about his Mustangs. All right, yeah, buddy. June Jones, another friend of the program, used to coach here. Manuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton, Cole Beasley, and his rap album, oh, created <laughs> in Dallas, Texas. So, Patty, see, let's talk about. Uh, I, I want to talk about Rhett Lashley, but I also want to talk about SMU's talking about joining the ACC, where they wouldn't even ask for money for the first like five years or something yeah. crazy like that. They they are a true sleeping giant. If you have that money and you're in Dallas, Texas, there's not a college football team in Dallas, Texas. Well, there was one 20, 30 minutes away in TCU, and we saw what they were just able to accomplish. Don't want to piss off the, the ACC uh, needs to do this. Yeah. Like, I don't, okay, I don't know about Stanford and Cal. That's their own thing. I struggle to understand it. SMU makes 100% sense. In the, look, the ACC's got to get aggressive. We saw the Pac 12, they weren't aggressive. Now they're gone. There's it doesn't four. make a hundred percent. Yes, it does. Only because <laughs> they're in Texas and not on the no, Atlantic coast. That is why though. But in the modern uh, landscape are- of college football uh, and, and realignment, yes, it does make sense. Yeah. And what's the advantage? Why did the sec and big 10 want to go grab other schools to get into different time zones? Guess what? The ACC has one fucking time zone. Yeah. All right. Apparently now regionality is not so, so in, go in get SMU, go get Whatever. I mean, it's already dead anyway. I don't want to see Stanford and Cal in the <laughs> ACC, but it's already fucked anyway. But okay. Anyway, talk to me about Red Lashley. First year, yeah. very talented team, Patty C. Seven and six is how it worked out. Now, Tanner Mordecai is off to Wisconsin. Preston Stone, their highest recruit ever. They weren't even sad to see him go necessarily. Yeah. But look, I mean, SMU kept it within one score. With TCU played for the national championship, kept it within one score with Maryland, kept it within one score with the Cincinnati Bearcats, who were in the playoffs a couple years ago, kept it within one point with the BYU Cougars. But damn, did they get destroyed by Tulane and UCF? So here's the hard part. Mainly good performances, though. They only have what one win against a team with a winning record. Did Memphis have a winning record? I'm not sure. That's the concerning part, but it's year one for Lashley. What's your, what's your, what do you think about Rhett Lashley? Uh, I think he, you know, two wins with a winning record is what he is. And his, 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 you know, MO is reflected in the performance of the team in the offense and defensive rankings respectively, which we'll get into, but to put it, you know, plainly, they're very good at offense and they're very bad at defense. (laughs) (laughs) That's been going on for quite some time. Uh, All right. Well, look, we're going to talk, we're going to break down everything. Like I said, portal offense, defense, special teams, the schedule, every single game on the schedule. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience SMU 
Mustangs 2023 season preview episode, which is just one of 133 that we're doing. So go listen Boom. to all the other ones. It's brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Yes, sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals contest with a thousand dollars for first place up on the, you know, up for grabs. And besides season long contests, they'll also have weekly contests just for the patrons. Uh, look, a monthly SGP Stories podcast. You might hear about the time Lenny Dykstra called stacking the money green a thousand times, uh, asking for a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe tell that story. Maybe a Mike Leach story. Maybe a Patty C story. Come on. Maybe uh, I don't know. We got a couple other stories about the time uh, we played in a basketball league with uh, you know a bunch of comedians and uh, <laughs> might have lost by a large amount uh, in a critical game. Um, we got you covered there. Look, they're going to have all those stories from SGPN. There's even going to be a Discord channel just for the patrons, or there even is. Not gonna be. There is. Uh, only you can prevent corporate gambling. Do your part, people, and sign up today. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. We're also brought to you by Factor. Yes, with the busy fall season right around the corner, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam packed days. And Factor is America's number one ready to eat meal kit. And it can help you, uh, you know, fuel up fast with chef prepared, dietitian approved, ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. Yes, you'll save time, you'll eat well, and you stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. And that is always important. Take me for example. I'm doing 133 different college football previews at the same time. I uh, do an FCS previews, talking CFL, uh, and and just doing countless shows. Sometimes you forget to you order lunch and stuff. And what you got to do is you got to plan ahead. And factor essentially can be that void in your life. You know, you could just load up and have a nice healthy meal instead of counting on a fast food burger. Uh, so check it out. Uh, head over to factormeals.com slash SGPN 50 and use the code SGPN 50 to get 50% off. Once again, that's code SGPN 50 at factormeals.com slash SGPN 50 to get 50% off. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. Yes, you've waited all year, and the time has finally arrived because college football is back, baby. And so are the traditions, the tailgates, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Look, I already told you, give me the over. San Jose State, USC. Get on over there. Jump on that week zero action. Kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the code DGEN. Uh, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DGEN. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in New York. Call 8778 HOPE NY or text HOPE NY. In West Virginia, visit www.1800Gambler.net in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. All games regulated by West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available. Problem with gambling? Call Eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 seven, or visit ccpg.org on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Twenty-one or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Uh, eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com/football terms.
All right, we are back on the college football experience. SMU Mustangs 2023 season preview. Patty, see, let's talk about the portal because everyone's doing it. They're talking portal. Well, no, everyone's doing it is in the transfer portal. So you actually have to, t- unless you're Clemson for some reason, or Army, Navy, or Air Force for yeah. obvious reasons. And then- among teams that are just custom made for the transfer yeah, portal, this is SMU is it. Big money, you know. This one is going to go on for so long. I mean, the fact that the this donors have so much money <laughs> that they're willing to forego five to seven years worth of revenue from TV uh, yeah. broadcasting rights. Every and play, they have an NIL deal where every player on the team's getting money. That's right. Like every player's getting yeah. like thirty thousand yeah. dollars a year. So. I don't remember what it is. Lot, but, yeah. I did not know Methodists had this much money. <laughs> Apparently, they do. Gotta um, love it though. Gotta love it. And yeah, as far as the NIL and the transfer portal being wide open. SMU should be in yeah. good hands moving forward. So, so I'm going to talk about what's departing before I talk about what's uh, what's uh, arriving, uh, and we'll grade it based on that. Linebacker Pierre Gore is gone. Portal. Tight end Simon Gonzalez heads out to Texas State and San Marcos. DJ mm-hmm. Kinney, uh, offensive tackle Rhett Larson. Almost Red Lashley. Red mm-hmm. Larson heads out to Sam Houston State in the CUSA. Wide receiver Dylan Goffney heading out to the Colorado State Rams and Jay Norvell. 18 catches. Danielson Ike on the offensive line headed out to Missouri State. Used to be Bobby Petrino's team, aka Road Rash Face. Uh, defensive lineman Bobby Duncan. It's in the portal. Wide receiver Bo Corrales. We talked about him on the show yesterday. Used to be at North Carolina. Now he's heading down to Texas State in San Marcos. Not too bad. He's in the seventh year of college football. Only had six yeah. catches. So. But at Carolina, he had some. Yeah. Uh safety, Donald Clay heading out to Southeast Louisiana, the Lions in the Southland. Subscribe to the FCS college football experience because I host that. They're projected to potentially be back in the FCS playoffs. Um kicker Brendan Hall heads out to Montana State in Bozeman. They're great. In the big sky. Safety, Roderick Roberson heads to Louisiana Tech and Sonny Cumbie. Uh, running back Trey Siggers. Now I like Trey. He was at North Texas. He transferred to SMU, but there was a lot of guy, a lot of cooks in the kitchen in the backfield. He heads out to Incarnate Word. Ro- Roberson, by the way, 29 tackles, good for eleventh on the team last year. And who is the running back? Trey Siggers. Trey Siggers. Oh yeah. Uh He's fourth good. on the team in rushing, 229 yards. He was good at North Texas, though. Uh, linebacker Deuce Palmer heads out to USC, Patty C. That's a big one, huh? That hurts. Uh, also, wide receiver Jaylene Record heads out to Weber State uh, in, where is that? Is that Ogden? I've, I don't remember. Somewhere in Utah. Um, and then four-star quarterback Tanner Mordecai heads out to the Wisconsin Badgers. Well, like I said, Stone was pressing Mordecai anyway. Go get paid. Go 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 to Wisconsin. We got Preston Stone, our highest recruit, and we and trust me, they were in a spot where they were going to lose one of the two. So it's like whatever. Go with the youth movement. Mordecai in twelve games was good for uh, 18th in the nation in passing yards, uh, eighth in the nation in passing touchdowns. You know, Lashley is going to do what he does. He's going to throw the ball around. Um, no, I guess we'll get to that in a little bit, but that uh, Mordecai is, the I don't big think w- that's a big loss. 
That's not no, that's not a huge hit. I would say the loss of Rasheed Rice in the draft, second round pick twenty four yeah. to the yeah. Chiefs. Yeah, what almost fourteen hundred receiving yeah, yards. Stunt DFS play when we we did our DFS shows every Thursday, every you know Thursday and Friday. That guy was played all the time. He hit the old NFL um, transfer portal. Yeah, uh, running back TJ McDaniel heads out to the Lumberjacks of Northern Arizona. Cornerback uh, Jaden Lawton hit the hit JUCO route, going to the JUCO route. Uh, defensive end Trey Fight heading to the Louisiana Raging mm. Cajuns. Tough there, right? Don't want to leave a fighter. Uh, defensive end Travion Sneed heads out to Northwestern State in the Southland. Court, defensive lineman Darren Brown to Incarnate Word in the Southland. The Southland just coming in and grabbing these guys. Wide receiver Calvin Wiggins heads to Houston Christian, formerly Houston Baptist. None of these dudes massive yeah. uh, contributors. Safety Chase Cromarty hits the portal. Uh, and I believe that is everybody. Now we ready for the incoming? Yeah. Buckle up. <laughs> uh, because Notre Dame offensive tackle Caleb Johnson, four star transfer, Patty C. Gotta love that. Notre Dame's just studs on the offensive line and the defensive line, really. That's a huge get. That's our that's yeah. that's to me more important than Mordecai. Notre uh that's t- I mean, I guess if Stone Because you have Stone. Stone provided nice Dude, depth SMU though. hasn't had a bad quarterback in like twenty years. That's like, true. They're just gonna I mean, have guys that fire the laser. The flip side of uh I guess the running backs being, you know, all throughout the top of the record books is that nowadays it's the quarterbacks. Tanner Mordecai, third all time in passing yards before him, Shane Buscelli, yeah. uh fourth all time, Garrett so Gilbert, you know, fifth all time. Yeah. They got guys. Uh, four-star wide receiver chance Hicks. Sorry, yeah. be- in between Gilbert is number one all time. So four of their top five quarterbacks are their last four yeah. quarterbacks that yeah. played for them. Uh, four-star wide receiver transfer Jordan Jordan Hudson from TCU. This was this is a TCU's arrival. This I love this rivalry because you have SMU fans super pissed that Sonny Dykes took the TCU job. They play for the Iron Skillet. Yeah, it's disgusting that players are transferring back and forth. But I almost think that might fuel the rivalry some. Jordan Hudson, big time get for SMU. They also got cornerback Kyron Chambers from TCU. So pocketbook going to grab two guys, defensive lineman, Corey Roberson from the Oklahoma Sooners transfers mm, in Patty C. There you go. Uh, they play Oklahoma on the schedule this year, North Texas defensive end, Cam Robertson heading from Denton to Dallas, keeping it local uh, cornerback Keyshawn mills from the Colorado Buffaloes. Dion said, get out of there. Okay. SMU will take them Add some depth. Dion does Dallas once again. Yeah. Uh, Micah Hiltz. From Texas State, it's like, remember they gave a pl- couple players at Texas State. They go out and get Michael Hill to the tight end spot coming into SMU. Offensive lineman Jakai Clark from the Miami Hurricanes. Patty C. There you go. Temple linebacker Kobe Wilson. He still he brought over a couple uh, Miami yeah, guys from two years ago, and then yep. even more this year. Yeah. Uh, linebacker Kobe Wilson from the Temple Owls, who who <laughs> reside in the same conference. Um, then they go out and get. Uh, Liberty, the Flaming Libs, uh, cornerback Chris Megginson comes in. LSU cornerback Jalen Davis Robertson comes in. There you go. Texas Longhorn offensive lineman Logan Parr comes in. I know that defensive back depth is uh, a concern. So getting a, getting someone from DBU to bolster the secondary. You that's added nice. an offensive lineman from Texas and Notre Dame. Oh yeah, and Miami. Corn uh, fed. Another Texas Longhorn transfer, punter Isaac Pearson transferring in. 
Wide receiver from the Miami Hurricanes, Romello Brinson transfers in. Starting cornerback from the Fresno State Bulldogs, who won the Mountain West Championship a year ago, cornerback Kale Sanders transfers in. There you go. Running back Jalen Knighton from the Miami Hurricanes transfers in. That's a that's a big one. Defensive lineman Jordan Miller from the Miami Hurricanes, not to be confused with the basketball Miami Hurricane Jordan Miller, transfers in to SMU. Flame and Libs, Liberty Flames, a, a linebacker Ahmad Walker transfers in, Patty C. There you go. And Liberty's got fuck you money, but I think SMU has more fuck you money. Um, Missouri Tigers offensive tackle, Hyron White transfers in. Uh, Texas A&M running back, four star transfer, get LJ Johnson. Sounds like Grandma Ma. And right? I'm running back transfer. Yeah, yeah, I thought they'd be done with that by now. I guess Dickerson wasn't a transfer. Mm, mm. Show up in a gold car, LJ. Let's go. Uh, offensive tackle from Texas A&M, Patty C. PJ Williams transferring in. Yeah, buddy. Miami wide receiver Keyshawn Smith <laughs> transferring in. Miami defensive lineman Elijah Roberts transfers in. This feels like Jimmy Johnson coming yeah. into Dallas. Quarterback from Iowa. I don't know why they would go for. It. Alex Padilla is coming in. Watch him be awesome. Well, I, Iowa defensive backs and uh, no quarterback. Oh, quarterback. Oh, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Chuck Long 2.0 and Alex Padilla. Uh, safety. Jonathan McGill from the Stanford Cardinal transfers in. West Virginia cornerback Charles Woods transfers in. I would certainly say they won the portal. Yeah. I, I actually think you could argue this is one of the best in. in, in like at all the schools. Yeah, not only did they, you know, obviously bring in more talent than they lost, the fact that they had uh Preston Stone ready to step in for their biggest loss yeah. in the portal. Yeah. Kind of nullifies that anyway. So, yeah, they definitely won. I mean, this team is very talented. They like I think on ta- if, if this is a recruiting rankings thing, Patty C. They should destroy the AAC. Is that right? Let me uh with gr- the transfers added in. Grab that. I find it hard to believe that who are they going up against? Memphis, ECU, Tulane. Oh, uh, um, I doubt there's four and five stars. Yeah. Well, I'll say this: the most recent uh, talent composite by twenty four seven Sports is from last year, twenty twenty two. They were number three behind UCF and Cincy, who are gone. Yeah. Number four was Houston, who's gone. So they are number one. And well, and uh, is that even that's not even factored in what they brought in the portal? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, and this year exactly. No, they're gonna. I mean, Notre Dame, LSU, A and M, thirty Miami transfers, it, it, Iowa transfers. I mean, just uh, they, they. I'm sure they're by far the most talented team in this conference. Absolutely. In the current recruiting cycle, though, kind of getting kind of behind the eight ball. Now they only have eight recruits, while everyone else has because they're portal kings. Yeah. They are portal Kings. They are not recruit hitting the recruiting trail too hard. Um, all right, let's talk about this offense because a year ago, Rhett Lashley comes in and they were the 12th best scoring offense in America. Patty C 64th in rush offense. Should they emphasize the run more Patty C? I don't know. Cause they were seventh in the nation and pass offense charting at the 14th best offense in the nation for Casey Woods, their OC. I don't think you necessarily need to commit to the run. If the pass is working for you, sure. Then it is. And sure. the pass is working for you. If you're the 14th best offense in the country. Yeah, uh, certainly. And uh, buddy uh, Preston stone. Now the quarterback behind him, Kevin Jennings. They also have uh, Padilla and Keldrick luster. Uh, Owen Easley as well, and Charlie Pfizer. Um, Pfizer Permanente here, there. Uh, Preston Stone's their guy. Running back situation. You got to love the running back room right now. I mean, this running back room, really fucking good. Jalen Knighton, 
LJ Johnson, Tyler Levine, and Kamar Wheaton. Was it Kamar Wheaton? That was the Alabama transfer. Yeah, they on. have a shit ton of great running backs. <laughs> yeah, Kamar Wheaton good for uh, five over five yards rush. Uh, uh, Jalen Knighton only four point three yards per rush for the career, but I do recall him having some. This pretty is by far the best stellar performances. This is one of the best running back rooms probably in America. Like Bold statement. you have four guys that are all key players, like that have has shown that they can play. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see one of them break out. You know, they, I, dude. They also have. I guess it's tough when you're throwing the ball that much. They have Velton Gardner too. Wasn't he at Kansas a couple of years back? Uh, wide receiver room. Roderick Daniels is back. Jordan Curley, I believe that's the younger brother to Jeremy Curley, who played at TCU back in the day. Played for the New York Jets. Nice. Uh, Jordan Curley was good for 37 receptions, second on the team last year, 588 yards. And I know they're counting on uh, Jordan Hudson from TCU coming in. Also, Cavante Dixon is someone they're excited about. The well, I think the wide receiver, the wide receiver core has, has got guys. I, I don't worry. Tight end RJ Maryland is back. Started six games a season ago. Yeah. Uh, Patty C. Four out of five are back on the offensive line. Well, if I, I should let me say this correctly, four of five have start were starters last year in college football. All right. How many are considered returning starters though on this team? F- that were at SMU last year. Four out of the five were no, no, because uh, Hyron White, who is started at Missouri last year. Transfer he day. transferred in also the Texas guy, Logan Parr started at the Texas Longhorns. Wow. Um, then, but they do return Justin Osborne at the right guard spot. He was second team all AAC a season ago. And and that's not even counting the Notre Dame transfer. Yeah. This team, this team eh, has got some like guys. The offense yeah. is not going to really lose a step. Yeah. I think they actually could be better potentially because you got to remember the AAC you lose UCF. Houston, Cincy, and you bring up these CUSA teams. So I, th- I think, you know, they're sitting on something nice there. Preston uh, stone doesn't have a huge, uh, I guess uh, resume 31 of 55 for the career, two touchdowns, one interception. So, I mean, he's pretty much getting his first real action here, but if he lives up to the hype and he's, he's anywhere, the highest recruit ever. I mean, that, I mean, I, I don't know if that's true. I mean, it must be, but Mordecai, I'm pretty sure was a five star. So, but he transferred from he transferred. Oklahoma. Okay, but even still, it's not like he's more talented necessarily based on recruiting rankings than Mordecai. So, it wasn't Stone five star two though. Four, I think. Four really, I thought he was five. I thought he was five at one point yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, you know uh, how they do. Yeah. Oh, you committed yeah. to SMU. Cormani McLean, you're going to to the Colorado Buffaloes. Let's downgrade you one star. Yeah. You were the number two player in the nation. Yeah, we're gonna put now you at you're 35. a four star. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay, the defensive side of the ball, Patty C. Scott Simon's got his work cut out for him. Last season, 118th in scoring defense. The hell, rush defense even worse, 119th. Pass defense, 71st. But once again, that probably it's probably because they would just run the ball. Um, <laughs> Total defense charting at 111. They're one of the the 20 worst defenses in America last year, Patty C. Now, they Bad. they were active in the portal. Most of those guys, I feel like Jordan Miller penciled in to be a starter. Some of these other guys, the Charles Woods from West Virginia, uh McGill from Stanford, uh, the Texas uh, defensive back coming in. I mean, they brought in a slew of guys. Fresno State, Kale Sanders is supposed to be starting. So, 
based on that, based on the fact they were starters in college football, Patty C. Yeah. They returned two of three on the defensive line. They returned three of four in the linebacking core. So the, the defensive line, Jordan Miller comes in from Miami, presents in to be a starter. Uh, Devere Levelston is uh, back starting as well. He's a returning starter, but you yeah. know, not not a huge contributor, I guess, at the defensive line position, especially with a three man front. You're kind of just asked to be a fire hydrant and chew up blocks while the linebackers do their thing. Well, they also have Elijah Chapman who had 21 starts, third team all AAC a season ago. Second or linebacking core. Uh, Jaden Jones is there. Also Nelson Paul who had, who had uh, what? 9.5 sacks uh, with the Mustangs in four years. Um, uh, Ahmad Walker and kale. Well, kale Sanders is the nickelback. Hang on. So you're only breaking in one new guy and that's the transfer from temple. Kobe Wilson, who was projected to start the secondary Patty C. I mean, everyone was a starter elsewhere. So you look at this, you're like Kale Sanders uh, started at Fresno state, went to the, they won the mountain West championship. Yeah. And I also know they like Brandon Crossley behind him, but um, Chris Meganson was a 33 starts at Liberty, right? Mm. Comes in at the corner spot. Charles Woods uh, started at West Virginia, right? And I know they're, they like Jahari Rogers as well. Uh, then they bring back uh, their safety, Ahmad Moses, right? Mm-hmm. Started last year. Uh, a couple games. Uh, free safety Jonathan McGill transfers in from Stanford. He started 24 games at Stanford. All right. Good guys. Meganson broken up uh, 11 passes over the last two years. They return their kicker and they bring in the punter from Texas. <sighs> Patty, she, the defense has just got to be better. Just the fact the AAC is a bunch of the CUSA teams. It's got to be better this year. Uh, the, I, the AAC, you said, or, or the SF. AAC's talent level isn't the same because all those schools yeah, left. Yeah. So the schedule is going to be lighter. The defense will put up better numbers, and I think the defense will actually be better from a roster standpoint than it was a year ago. Well, you're right. No UCF that was on the uh, roster uh, schedule last year since he was and Houston was. Now, granted, well, yeah, they were one and two in those three games. So yeah. If that becomes three and zero, oh, we're looking at a much nicer record here. And by the way, currently to, to win the AAC championship, SMU plus three thirty. Hell, I think they're clearly the most talented team. We're going to get to it. We're going to go game by game on the schedule. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the SMU Mustangs 2023 season previews brought to you by Parlay Play. Yes, Parlay Play is a great way to get down to your favorite Parlay player props. Football season's right around the corner, and Parlay Play will have all of your favorite. Uh, props. Parlay plays available in a ton of states too, including California and Texas. Plus our good, our, our good friends up North Canada. All right. Parlay plays available in a bunch of different provinces there. Uh, and, w- and when you sign up, make sure you use our code and you'll get a sweet bonus to get you started A parlay that I already like for week zero is the fact that uh, give me the over on the USC San Jose state game. I think it's at 64. I think San Jose state can score enough on that USC defense. And I think rich Rodriguez is going to win the home opener, the first ever FBS game for Jacksonville State as they host the UTEP Miners. Parlay that. Thank me later. Head over to parlayplay.io. Use the promo code SGP for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Once again, that's parlay parlayplay.io. Promo code SGP. All right, folks, we're back on the college football experience. And remember, folks, you watch this thing on YouTube. All right, it's the hub for all of our uh, podcasts. So go go check this out. We're there. 
the college football experience. I also host the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience, big year for Lanier in year two in uh, Dallas as uh, as you know, that program I think can get, can, can really be good as well. Every night of the college basketball season, I'll be here. Also the big 12 experience. You want to lo- you want to know what's going on with the uh, Longhorns or the horn frogs or red Raiders Cougars that shit. Everybody now, um, uh, could be, could be the Mustangs at some point. Yeah. And the, and the college baseball experience subscribe, tell a friend. And uh, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. All right. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, as I just said, the win total, you see the sweet graphic shout out to camp Kerr, even though he is an a and M guy, disgusting, mm-hmm. but uh, the win total sitting at eight Patty C eight. Look on first thought, I'm like hammer the over because yeah, that the, the schedule's easier. Well, and they're they, the, clearly the most talented team, right? <laughs> According to your recruiting rankings, managed seven and five last year, seven so. and six because well, they lost the BYU in the bowl game. Yeah, I mean regular season, but a little bit easier of a uh, sledding here makes you think they and plus year two. Yeah. Year two. And lastly, the talent they brought in in the portal. Yeah. Let's talk about it because week one, although this game's a little sneaky, Sonny Cumbie, Texas quarterback legend played for Mike Leach at Texas tech. <laughs> He's now coaching Louisiana tech. And guess what? They do get the benefit of having a week zero game. A lot of tech does, but then they head into old Gerald Ford stadium in Dallas, Texas, Patty C. And I got SMU one and know, but that game's High chance that uh, they score over 100 points in this game. Yeah. Well, one of two Sunnies they'll be co- coaching against in the uh, first four weeks. Yeah, uh, we I don't know if uh, I think they. Hank Bachmeyer, quarterback at La Tech, handle La Tech. Uh, they didn't play him last year, but I still think they they'll get. Them, I got to want to know. Now yeah. they head to Gaylord Family Stadium, and I like this game. You know, Oklahoma did cancel their game against Georgia. Cowards. But I do like this game because SMU wants to be in the Big 12. Oklahoma's the party in the Big 12. Here's an opportunity. Here's a here's an opportunity right here. Give me Oklahoma to win. But I am gonna be yeah, rooting hell of for upset. those Mustangs. I am gonna be rooting for those Mustangs. What are you doing here week two, Pat? I mean, wasn't it uh not just a couple years ago, uh Tulane? Going into uh, Norman and almost lost by five. Yeah, should have should have had their opportunities. SMU could be the Tulane of this season. Have a miracle run and find themselves winning the Cotton Bowl right there in Dallas. But we'll see. Uh, They don't necessarily need to win this game to make that happen. But boy, this would be huge. Still, I got to give it to the Sooners. Yeah, one and one, and then they're hosting Prairie View A and M. Shout out to my guy Bubba McDowell. I had a chance to interview him about a year ago. Head coach Prairie View, former Houston Oiler. Uh, and Miami Hurricane. I got them. I got them two and one. I think they beat Perry View in yeah. uh, Dallas, and then the Iron Skillet, dude. I think this is a winnable game this year. Yeah, I really do. TCU lost a lot. Max Duggan, uh, Johnson, uh, some of the uh, they lost a lot of talent. I'll put it like that. Now they brought in some talent, but SMU a one score game a year ago. Winners of two of the last three. This is a game. <laughs> this a game, game is the same score every single year. Uh, four years ago, 42 to 12, well, I guess not. That was a lower score version, but three years ago, 41, 38, then 42, 34. Then last year again, 42, 34 you taking here. Um, I think I'm taking SMU. I think I am too. Three and one. Yeah. Let's go. Then they're home to Biff Pogey. Watch out for the letdown spot here. Cause if you win the iron skillet, I can see Biff Pogey 
who who's a, by far the greatest name in college football with the cigars <laughs> and, and he's, he feels disrespected. Four and one to start start the season off, Patty C. Yeah, they get a bye week, but then they got a Thursday night to get rowdy at the Dowdy. ECU also coming off a bye, obviously. Dude, ECU's winning that game. Uh yeah, I would agree with that. Four and two. Yep. Back to back away. Weeknight. They head to the link. EJ Warner, son of Kurt Warner. Stan Drayton. They're just a considerably more talented. Yeah, they're gonna team be temple. temple. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, probably over a hundred points in that game, too. Um then they're home to the Tulsa Golden Hurricane, breaking in brand new head coach Kevin Wilson. That's a win. I only got two losses on the schedule so far, Patty. That's a little bit of an interesting game just because Tulsa keeps a decent program. I know they weren't great last year, five and seven, but uh, look, they had a hard schedule. I guess you could say that. I don't know. I'm taking SMU. I'm leaning SMU too. I'm just trying to make a case here for Tulsa. So I got them sitting there at what? Six and two. Six and two. Now they head to Rice Stadium to take on. 35 year old JT Daniels. Things are looking good. I feel like they go in there and get it done. I think I would favor them too. Seven, seven and two. and two home to North Texas, Eric Morris, new head coach of the mean green, another Mike Leach guy. Uh, I think they, uh, they're going to, they're more talented. Eight and two, eight and two. All right. Now huge game. Uh, you notice how they avoid UTSA Tulane and Florida Atlantic. Three of the better schools projected in UAB, even kind of a mystery team. Yeah, uh, they head to the Liberty Bowl to take on Memphis. I think they're better than Memphis. Well, they beat them last year in Dallas by three on the last game of the season, thirty-four, thirty-one. I still think this they're time, better than Memphis. You got to go to Memphis. I think they have more talent than Memphis. You know, these the, Memphis could be a dance partner if uh, the Big Twelve wants to expand by two. Bring SMU and Memphis over. I like that. Um, I think they're a little better than Memphis too. I don't think this game's a gimme. And in fact, I think the fact that uh, they play Navy and Navy team gives teams. I was about to say, wait, the final game. Yeah. Is a tricky one. They're home to Navy. No, is the is the Navy running the triple option still like fully? No, they're doing shotgun. Oh, they moved yeah. to the gun too. Just talk to Randy Cross about it. Go listen to that Randy Cross interview. Does the play by play for all Navy home games. Former San Francisco 49er Super Bowl champ. We just did an episode, talked a lot of college football with him. Go listen to that. And interview one of the, the better mustaches yeah. in uh in American history. Um, they're gonna lose one of those last two, I think. Yeah, but you still have a nine and three. Nine and three, numbers eight, smash. Let the me over. ask you something here. Yeah. Ten oh, and two is possible. Well, let me just just I'm not saying this is gonna happen because I don't even know about Red Lashley, but is there a flat out hundred percent loss on this schedule. Cause like Oklahoma was six and seven a year ago. I feel like between the road trip to Oklahoma and the road trip to TCU, you're pretty much guaranteed yeah. a one okay. loss in that too. Uh, either way. I love the over and I might lock this thing up. Yeah. Me yeah. too. Uh, folks, there we go. We're both on the over uh, program trending in the right direction. Make sure you check out our locks episode in a, in a week or two. And uh, I think you might, you might hear this one on there. Uh, look, before we get out of here, I had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour. 
If you don't know who he is on Twitter, this guy goes to every game. I got a chance to talk to him about his experiences down to Dallas to check out SMU football. So with no further ado, here is that interview. College football experience, SMU Mustangs 2023 season preview episode is none other than Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour. Yes. On Twitter, give him a follow at, at CFB campus tour. I call Michael the college football stadium King. All right. He's the King of, of college football stadium. If anything, when when he comes in to see your college football stadium, much like uh, Eric Dickerson with his gold Corvette or whatever it was in that uh, Pony Express thirty for thirty, Michael Barker should be given that vehicle to come into the to, to tour your 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 college football stadium because the guy's been to every single, all one hundred thirty three college football stadiums, uh, and he's been to a lot of the FCS, a lot of the FB, or a lot of D two, uh, and a lot of D three, and and he documents all of his travels. Sometimes he's going to five, six, seven games a week. Uh, absolutely unbelievable work. He, he does the photo of the game, talks about the history of the stadium. So it's just a must follow if you love college football. Uh, Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the uh, hopping on the show, man. Talk a little Gerald Ford Stadium, man. Thank you, thank you for having me. And I, I would love the Eric Dickerson treatment if somebody wants to do that. So that would be <laughs> great. But yeah, this is uh, one of you know in the grand scheme of college football opened in 2000, so it's it's a fairly new stadium. Yeah, I mean, look, I was a bit surprised at that because I knew, obviously, you had a little bit of that history with, uh, you know, the Pony Express, Craig James and Dickerson. I was su- surprised to see that they have a new stadium because I, I just felt like the old one's probably pretty classic. But, you know, the stadium does look kind of cool. I'm doing the Google Image thing right now. Uh, I mean, how many? Well, I guess tell me a little bit about the, about the history here and uh, how many times have you been here? Yeah, so it's built on the same site as their former stadium, it's Ownby Stadium, and they played there from 1926 to 48, and then also from 1989 to 1994. It has a 32,000-seat capacity. It's expandable to 45,000. There is some construction going on right now. There was a, a grassy berm area in one of the end zones, and they're putting seats there. They also have a, I think in the other end zone is a, Gary Weber end zone complex. It's a hundred million dollar project that is supposed to be ready by the start of next season. And one little factoid, you know, king of college football stadiums, but we all can learn as we go. Uh, Gerald J. Ford stadium is not named after Gerald Ford, the 38th president of the United States. (laughs) It's named after Gerald J. Ford billionaire banker. So um, I learned something and I went to a game last year at, uh, SMU and I didn't even know that, so I'm glad I didn't tweet. It's the only <laughs> stadium named after a president, or else I would have heard it. So, well, um, well, the, I mean, the irony is that, like, wasn't I think Gerald Ford looking at, at he was like the president was like a huge, huge football guy. Yeah. So the irony is is hilarious because you anyone would think, hey, it has to be him. Unbelievable, unbelievable. We got a Michael B. Jordan situation going on with college football stadiums. All right, uh, yeah, he played it. He played at Michigan, right? That was one yeah, of the things yeah. that they always talked about. The only NF or president to play college football or something like that. so. Yeah, I was shocked, and I'm glad I didn't reveal myself as not knowing any time. I, I would have fell for it too, man. I would have fell for it too. That's hilarious. Uh, how many times have you been to the stadium, man? I've been there twice and it's for the same opponent. Uh, they, it was a rivalry game at TCU. The first time was in 2018. It was a weeknight game and uh, I won't forget it because there was a three hour rain delay and they were playing that game. It didn't matter. And so it ended about one o'clock in the morning. Uh, not that many people were left, but for me, you know, where else am I going to go? I'm just going to drive to the airport. So 
watched that. And then last year, it was a highly anticipated game because it was the return of Sonny Dykes. You know, he took the job at TCU, he left SMU. SMU felt like that they were on this trajectory to be, you know, a P5, and he jumped at TCU. Obviously had a great year, took him to the national championship game. But that game was sold out, highly anticipated. TCU did win, and uh, much like my experience at San Diego State a couple weeks before, this was a notable game because it was extremely hot. Uh, they ran out of water by the end of the second quarter. People were taking cover under the bleachers, and uh, there was a writer for the Dallas Morning News who saw that I was at the game, contacted me for an interview, and I told him, you know, this is anticipated, but also uh, was unanticipated. You should stock your concessions for all situations, but at the same time, you know, students are at their first game. They're, you know, the reason they didn't get in their seats the whole time is because they're not just going to sit there for three and a half hours and get sunburned. So they roamed around the stadium. They took cover. So hopefully, you know, when you when you have a conference that wants to play in every time slot and the majority of your teams are in Texas, somebody's got to play at 11 a.m. And so um, it, it was tough from a spectator standpoint. But again, it was sold out. People wanted to see, hopefully get revenge against Coach Dykes. It didn't happen, but I know they have a weeknight game this year. So maybe that'd be a better one for people to go check out when it's a little bit cooler and it's a night game. There we go. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, and I love the fact you went to the battle of the iron skillet. Yes. Yes. That's a rivalry that goes back to 1915 folks. Just a great, great rivalry. Uh, yeah. Well, man, I got to get out to that stadium and, and yeah, it sounds like quite the experience you had there. Uh, folks, make sure you give Michael a follow at CFB campus tour. Uh, because like I said, it's just a must follow. He's going to all these games left and right. You know, just, it's, it's just a must follow. I didn't know the guy. And then I saw, you know, t- Twitter, somehow the algorithm recommended it. And I'm looking at the page. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy going to every single, he, like pulling off five stadiums in like four nights. And you're just like, what? Uh, Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show, man. And maybe one day I'll catch you at, uh, at Gerald J Ford stadium. Uh, have a wonderful day, man. And thanks for hopping on the show. Uh, thank you for having me, Colby. Anytime, man. Michael Parker, General General Ford Stadium. I'm calling it now. All right, Gerald Ford Stadium. Whatever, whatever. All right. It's a nice little stadium. Got a little. Uh, it's a great stadium. I like brick it. exterior. I like it, and I I hope that they can continue to pursue this P5 thing. Because look, that you know who it's gonna piss off. It's gonna piss off the Longhorns. Oh, yeah. Piss off, you know. Let's go. Let's can you go. imagine like a, a a team that was able to financially challenge. Texas and Texas A&M, both of those teams have the highest revenue. I want to say of any like teams in the country. Yeah. But if your boosters are even more powerful, let's go. They'll be they'll be shitting let's themselves. Go. Yeah. Let's and that's what they going. did when they gave you all the death penalty. Yeah. For the first bullshit, time around bullshit. for the all same right? shit yeah, they, they were they doing. They were doing. Yeah. yeah. Folks, uh, we're both on the over. This might be on the locks episode, so jump on that plus three fifty. What did I say? Three thirty, three fifty to win the AAC. I think that's that's a that's a decent option too. Uh, and subscribe to the college football experience. Please. If you can hop on over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. Come on. It's the season it takes two minutes to 133 previews for Christ's sake. Hey, get over there. Give us a, give us a five-star review. Um, look, subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Tell a friend, all that good stuff. All the other feeds, college basketball experience, college baseball experience, college, big 12 college experience, FCS college football experience. Subscribe. All right. All those check out the sports gambling podcast as they break down all 32 NFL teams and 
get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store or Google play store and come talk ball with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. All right, folks till next time, this is the college football experience pony express style. Woo. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot.